All right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I had to do something different today on a podcast. I interviewed Jeffrey Holmes with Strange True Tours in New Orleans, and we talked about the most haunted mansion in America, or what's considered the most haunted mansion in America, the La Larie Mansion. Uh, who, whose owner was uh, Dolphine Lalaurie. Um So what you'll hear, guys, is you'll hear my first question to him and my introduction, and then you'll hear him answer the other questions, my other, my other four questions that I have. He'll answer in his audio, and then you'll hear my other uh, questions Plus some audio I'll put at the end for you guys to listen to. So, you know, guys had had to do something different. I tried to chop it up, to chop it up as much as I could from an audio standpoint, but I, I didn't want to mess it up. So I figured I'll do it this way. But if you guys want to see how the interview turned out with my audio merged with his audio, you guys can check out the video on YouTube at the purple pill perspective my youtube page so check that out on a purple pill perspective if you want to see how our audios matched that's uh i got that on there for you guys to check out here i was just able to do it this way because i didn't want to mess up his audio and i didn't want to mess up my audio and make it too choppy so uh, i apologize for the way this had to this had to be done today guys um and as always share the podcast Let's try to get the podcast to at least 100 monthly listeners by the end of the year. And let's try to get to 1,000 by the the middle of next year. So hopefully you guys enjoy the interview. And I'm going to catch you on the other side. Peace. All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this October 30th, 2021, I have something really scary and spooky and bone chilling for you guys this morning, this afternoon, and this evening. We have with us special guest Jeffrey Holmes from Strange True Tours in New Orleans. Jeffrey Holmes and his wife own a company in New Orleans where they do ghost tours and other historic tours there in New Orleans. So if you're ever in New Orleans, make sure that you check those guys out. We want to welcome Jeffrey this morning to the show to come share his experiences and to come share his stories with us. So make sure that if you want to hear more about Jeffrey and if you want to know more about Jeffrey, you go check him out at strangetruetours.com. Um, also, guys, before we get started, make sure to share the podcast. I also want to give a shout out to France. I see that the podcast is growing and it has hit international waters. And I want to tell you guys who listen internationally that I appreciate you and I appreciate you during your busy schedule or during your work week taking the time to check out the podcast to my american listeners i appreciate you guys for you know listening to me during your work week listening to me 
during your busy schedule or wherever this podcast may hit you. So yes, be sure to share the podcast. Let's try to get the podcast to at least 100 monthly listeners by the end of this year. And let's try to get to 1,000 if we can by the middle of next year. So with you guys' help, this podcast can become an awesome podcast and an awesome addition to podcasting as a whole. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Jeffrey, so you've been doing ghost tours for some time now. When did you first learn about the LaLaurie Mansion? All right. I think I got this. All right, Shahir, how are you? Um, I want to thank you for inviting me to do this. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's um, that time of the year. <laughs> um, I am Jeffrey, Jeffrey Holmes from New Orleans. I'm a local historian, author, and tour guide, uh, along with my wife and I. We own Strange True Tours, and we only do private personal tours. It's a much better experience, to be honest with you. But I understand that uh, you want to talk about the Lollery Mansion today. And it's quite a story, let me tell you. It is probably the cornerstone of every ghost tour in the city. It is known all across the world at this point. And um, American Horror Story, that's probably why everyone knows it at this point. But I understand you have a few questions for me uh, about the mansion. So um, let's do this. Uh, what do I say first? Uh, yeah, I've been doing ghost tours for a while. But before that, I first learned about the LaLaurie Mansion when I first moved here in 1995. We didn't really have internet back then. The story of the mansion was not known like it is today. And I got a job at a little corner store called Vertimart. It's a little 24-hour bodega type what you would have in New York. You can get a Philly cheesesteak, pint of vodka, cat food, and toilet paper and have it delivered to your door at 6 o'clock on a Sunday morning. And that was usually somebody like me on a bicycle, rolling through the French Quarter. Great gig, honestly. But that store was kitty corner across from the LaLaurie Mansion. This would be the actual view. This is an old historic uh, postcard I've got in my hand. And every single night, you see all these big giant groups of the ghost tours out there. 28 is the legal limit, and there'd be like 5, 6, 10 groups of almost 30 people. And you're hearing different versions of the story, what happened in it. And every tour guide likes to try and outdo the other one with the gore and the guts and blood and everything else. It's, it's a lot of fun. It really is. So I'm hearing all these over and over and over. And then a few years later, I actually went and became a ghost tour guide. And that's when I learned more about the legend of what happened in the property. And there was a fire April 10th, 1834. There was a horrible incident. But what actually happened every couple of decades, the story will get rewritten and it gets grander and crazier and creepier and scarier up to the latest modern version of American Horror Story Coven. And they went absolutely nuts with that show. Uh, basically what they did was took historical figures and turned them into fictional characters. Delphine Lollerie, Marie Laveau, the Voodoo Queen, the Axe Man. They even mentioned Mary Onita Toops, the Great New Orleans Witch Queen, who was a real, actual legal church of witchcraft in Louisiana in the 1970s. 
So it was really neat how they took all these different figures and put them all together for a uh, fictional show. <laughs> and a great, great job. But that's how I learned about the mansion initially. Working across the street from it, years later becoming a ghost tour guide. And then after that, delving into the history of New Orleans. And that's when I learned so much more. Uh, what is my take on the mansion being the most haunted house in America? I think I can answer that and probably answer question number three about um, how many of the ghost stories do I believe. There's not that many actual ghost stories or haunting stories about the mansion. That's the weird little thing. The whole story is about the legend of what happened on the night of April 10th and about Delphine Lollerie. The house has been in many, many things over the years. It's actually had a very positive history for four or five decades as the Warrington House. And nobody knows much about that. That was a home for orphan boys and wayward men, a way to get them off the streets and get their lives turned around and, and get them into a job and some money in their pocket and get them off the booze. So, But it was a furniture store at one time, according to the legend, an Irishman trying to run a furniture store in a predominantly Italian neighborhood would wake up in the morning with a viscous goo covering the entire showroom, spending the night in the house with a rifle in his lap to make sure this doesn't happen and wakes up in the morning and he's covered in this plasmic viscous goo. Uh, that's a real fun one. They say it was a haunted bar. Allegedly nothing happened at that time. Uh, shortly after the Civil War, it was a girls' school and there were girls of mixed race in the school and this is during the time of Reconstruction. So we do have stories of pets being killed, strangulated, decapitated, but there could be something a little more nefarious behind that factor. So, but that's another subject, a darker one too. Now, my first visit to the mansion, uh, was there any activity? No, no, honestly, you're on the sidewalk in a group of 30 people surrounded by four or five to 10 groups of 30 people as well. It's 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. Cars are going by, pedestrians, drunks, screaming and yelling, typical French Quarter nonsense. You're not really going to see any ghost or paranormal activity in that kind of a situation. I'm not in front of the house at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning to see if I see somebody peeking out the window. <laughs> so you're on your own at that. But remember, it's 2, 3 in the morning and you're in the middle of the French Quarter by yourself. I, I would advise against that just to be safe. As far as people living in the property, we've had no real stories about it, but my favorite story is actually about Nicolas Cage owning the property. He bought the house sight unseen in 2007. He knew it was a haunted house, but he didn't know it was on every ghost tour in the city. And he's spending the first night in his new haunted house, Halloween 2007. If you haven't been to New Orleans on Halloween, get your butt down here. Seriously. <laughs> but he comes out on his gallery balcony and notices the house is surrounded by hundreds of people, all the ghost tours. Well, he doesn't know they're there for him. And everybody's got a look of horror on their face. They're hearing what happened in the house. So Nick calls up the largest ghost tour company, the one I happened to be working for at the time. And there was a tour guide named Midian who actually got to do the tour. So I got the inside scoop on what happened. 
after hearing what happened in the house, Nick, the wife, and the kids freaked out, walked off the tour, packed their bags, and checked into a hotel on Canal Street. Yes, the ghost rider never spent another night in his own haunted house. That's my favorite uh, part about it, or my favorite story of the house. But as far as um, your question number five, keeping the true story alive, when I do a ghost tour, we go and do the legend of the house. It's a great story. That is what you come for. You're on a ghost tour to be entertained, campfire stories, and it can be a ton of fun. They really can be. On our history tours, I will do the actual history of what happened of Delphine Lalaurie, what we know and what we don't know. And we do know what happened. We have a really good idea. Things have been documented. Now, first of all, there is a great little fictional piece. This is La Mortalite by an author named Tim Heinen, fantastic gentleman. This is a work of fiction. This actually connects Delphine Lalaurie and Marie Laveau together in the story and this story was written before American Horror Story Coven connected the two women Delphine Lollery and Marie Laveau now here's the thing though both of the women were here at the same time walking the same streets both of them living in the French Quarter did they know each other possible probable did they have any interaction possible probable it's a small town, especially the French Quarter, and even today in 2021, if you live or work in the French Quarter, it is honestly like being in high school. So imagine in the 17, or 1820s and 1830s when these women are traversing the streets on foot on a daily basis. Uh, there is a possibility. So, But for what happened, this is a great book to start with. Mad Madame LaLaurie, uh, Victoria Love, Lorelai Shannon, this story, this book, is based on actual documentation. It's a nice, easy read. It starts on the legend of the house and goes into what actually happened. If you want to dig further, this is where you go. You go to Carolyn Morrow Long, actual Smithsonian researcher. This is the definitive Bible on Delphine Lollery. It is Mad, uh, Madame Lollery, Mistress of the Haunted House. So besides watching TV shows and documentaries and listen to your podcast, because these things are fantastic, <laughs> right here, but pick up a book, um, get some tea, sit in a dark little corner, candlelit or a little uh, flashlight, and uh, have some fun. But Shahir, I want to thank you for having me on this thing. This has been an absolute ton of fun. Y'all come to New Orleans take a ghost tour, um, have some fun hearing the legends and the lore of what happened on our streets, take a history tour, go to a cemetery, go hit Frenchman Street. Happy Halloween, y'all. Thank you so much again. All right. So you've been doing this since 1995, as you mentioned, and with all of the different stories that take place over the years and all of the different, um, how we want to say, uh, manifestations of the story and the manifestations of these people. Um, 
what is your take on the mansion being the most haunted mansion in America? What is your take on that? How do you feel about this place becoming the most haunted place in America due to the mere fact that you just said that we have all of these different stories that changed over the years. So how does this place become the most haunted place in America due to these changes? All right, that, that's very interesting um, because I did, I did read up on the mansion being the schoolhouse if there was a bar um, upon many other things over the years. Also, um, when the, when, after the slaves were taken to um, a certain location in Louisiana, police officers and firefighters actually went back to the location to see if there were any more survivors. And those survivors uh, were, you know, that were taken were the last of the slaves that were actually inside of the mansion. And while the officers were actually sifting through all the madness that had taken place there that day on April 10th of 1834, they allegedly heard the voices and they allegedly heard uh, people in the attic and in other places. So they just started this history of, hey, this place is, this place is haunted and different things of that nature. So it's interesting that, as you mentioned, that, you know, the, the, the uh, tour and the history is not actually about the Hornings. It's actually about what took place on April 10th, 1834. April 10th, 1834, as we all know, the mansion caught on fire because of an elderly woman that was attached to the stove uh, actually started the fire. And when they, upon their arrival, they found this elderly woman in the kitchen, um, of course, you know, burned. And upon they found, and when they went upstairs, they found uh, body parts and they found slaves in different complement, different, uh, how you want to say, different crazy whacked out situations from, you know, a, spy, a lady put in a position to look like a spider from, uh, you know, people having their eyes got gouged out. Someone had uh, an, an item stuck in the back of their head so that they can put, so that uh, they can turn it, turn their brains or stir their brains up. So we start to hear all these different stories. And guys, you hear all these different stories online and you hear all of these different stories that, build, that are manifested over the years to bring these hauntings to life and to bring these stories to life. So I respect Jeffrey today for coming here and giving us the truth and helping us understand the history and uh, breaking this down. I, I also noticed uh, in your video, Jeffrey, that you got the book from uh, uh, Miss uh, Carol Long. Um, and uh, I noticed that too. And thank you for showing us the postcard as well to give us a little bit more of understanding of how the mansion looked at that time. I'll also put the mansion here right now, as you watch in the video, you'll see in the picture of the mansion. So guys on the podcast, make sure you check out the Purple Pill Perspective so you can see the video as well, as I'm gonna do a lot of different things with the video so you guys can check it out. Um, and also as Jeffrey is talking, I'll put in some pictures as well so you guys understand a little bit better 
about what he's talking about. Also, guys, uh, quick, quick promotion, Jeffrey. I got my, <laughs> I got my uh, evolution of a killer. The beginning, the murders in Hartsville. I got that podcast going on, so I got all my ghouly things going on here this morning as we do this podcast. So, um, yeah, you answered question number two, and you answered question number three. Um, which you heard them guys, uh, if you didn't hear question number three was upon learning about the events that took place, how much, how, how much of the ghost stories, uh, excuse me, guys, I'm reading from my phone, how much of the ghost stories do you believe? And that was the question that I asked them. And that's, you know, that's, that was, you know, him, him telling the truth about the story also uh carol long wrote a story as well i want you guys to check it out i'll be doing an interview with her as well on december 18th jeffrey uh as i mentioned to you on the phone call she wrote a book on the, the lollary mansion carol long uh, carolyn long I, I believe i'm saying her name correctly she wrote the, she wrote a book I'm gonna, let me tell you guys we're not going to do you do you guys like that? I always say that. I'm going to look through my phone real quick, guys, on the video. So excuse me. And you guys on the podcast, I'm looking at my video, my phone right now to find out the name of that, the name of that book. I don't like to disrespect you guys that way by just saying what it is. The name of the book, guys, I got it right here. It's called Madame LaLaurie. It's called Madame LaLaurie. God, let's keep... Excuse me, guys. Madame LaLaurie, The Mystery of the Haunted. If you guys have ever used Kindle, you know, like when you're trying to look at something, it keeps it keeps uh, lowering it as I'm trying to look at it. I don't want to bring my, my phone into the shot, guys. Okay, Madame LaLaurie, Mistress of the Haunted House. That's the name of the book. And that book is by Carolyn Moreau. Moreau Long. Um, shout out to Miss Moreau. Once again, I'll be doing an interview with her as well, as I mentioned to, Je to, uh, to Jeffrey um, on December 18th. So guys, you make sure you, you check that out. Make sure you look out for that, um, that interview. But we are going to be doing an interview on uh, the Voodoo, the Voodoo, uh, the Voodoo Princess. That's what we will be doing the interview on, as I show you guys the, the, the book as well. I don't know if you guys can see it. Excuse me. You probably can't see my phone. My phone is lit up, but it's uh, a New Orleans voodoo princess, the legend of. Hold on, guys. Reality, the legend and reality. The legend and reality of Marie Lavu. That's the name of the, that's the name, of, as Jeffrey knows, that's the name of the voodoo queen, Jeffrey just mentioned her as well. And me and uh, Miss Moreau will be doing, uh, excuse me, I didn't want to sway too far away from what we got going on here this morning. I didn't want this morning, but um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to be doing the interview on um, on December 18th, me and Miss LaVou. But uh, um, back to the, the podcast, excuse me, I just went straight to where far away, Jeffrey, excuse me. Um, during your first visit to the mansion, 
was there any activity? <laughs> Man, that's that is a that is a strange, strange story. Oh boy. I, I, I mean, if you buy the mansion, right, guys, if you buy if you buy the mansion. Story. So if you buy the mansion, right, which you said he did in 2007, and you've already heard the stories about this mansion being haunted, you know, but I mean, you didn't think nothing of it. He just probably figured, hey, I'm buying this mansion because of the history of the mansion, not because of the mere fact that I actually think it's haunted or I believe in hauntings or whatever he probably believed at the time. He probably didn't think that none of this story was true. But when you walk out on the balcony and you see all of these people there, you're like, wait a minute, this may actually be true. There may actually be some truth to this because there wouldn't be all of these people downstairs if the stories were not true. You know, if that wasn't true. So he packed up and got up out of there. That's like the Amityville horror story, if you guys Remember the Amityville horror story where the family that moved in there after the family that moved out, they moved in, they heard some activity, they heard some different things. They, they just left, they left their stuff there and just went on. So it's interesting and uh, at the time that you were there that you didn't hear any activity. But if you guys, uh, if you guys want to check out for yourself, check out the videos that are online. And once again, make sure you read the book by uh, Carolyn uh, Long to actually see if she's uh, experienced any activity there in a the mansion or what actually goes on. Now, this is not to take away the feel from, you know, Halloween guys, because we all want, you know, we all want the spook factor and we all want to understand what's actually going on. So that's why we bring this this interesting story to you this morning. And that's why we bring these, uh, bring these facts to you as well. You know, uh, we all want to be, we all want to be frightened. We all want to be afraid. We all want to be scared during this time, but we also all want to actually know, is this place haunted? We all actually want to know, you know, how do we carry on and we're going to hear the stories. We're going to, those stories are going to surface. And if you want to spend a night, like he mentioned, in a mansion yourself, be his, be my guest, be his guest. And get, yes, do yourself a favor. Get down there and uh, on Halloween one year. And if, guys, you if you catch this today, this podcast today, and if you catch this video today, when I, when I upload it and when I put this podcast out, you guys make sure you get down there and make sure you check Jeffrey out. Look him up. Like he did, uh, strange, strange true tours, Jeffrey Holmes and Jane Holmes. Make sure you check those guys out. Make sure you get in touch with them so that he can take you there and you know you can meet him in person and he'll let you know the stories and he'll let you know all the facts about um, the place and you guys can enjoy your spooky time together. So, yes, Jeffrey. Um, how do you plan on keeping the true story alive and continuing to share your experience with others? How do you plan on doing that? All right, yes. 
Thank you. Thank you for coming for coming today, Jeffrey. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here with us today, to be here with us this morning and to share your stories, to share your experiences and to share um, with us the truth about what actually took place there in New Orleans. And guys, as as he mentioned, is it is it possible that uh, Madame LaLaurie and Madame LaVou, I, I believe I'm saying her last name correctly. Is it possible that they knew each other? Is it possible that they ran into each other somewhere in, you know, in between stops or somewhere in between going to get their morning breakfast or going there in town to the local store? Is it possible? Is it possible she knew about uh, the Voodoo Queen? If this lady had the reputation that she's got now, she's pretty, I'm pretty sure she had that reputation back then. So I'm pretty sure if they did not know each other, they knew about each other. And these stories about the slaves and about what happened with Madame LaLaurie, I'm sure Madame LaVou heard about that. And I'm sure she was pretty shocked herself. So I can just imagine the things that was going through her head as she heard these stories and the things that were going through um, Madame LaLaurie's um, La head as she heard the stories about the voodoo queen. You know, so many different stories there. New Orleans has a very rich history as uh, Jeffrey just mentioned. There's a lot of different things to learn about it. So yes, guys, if you are there in town in New Orleans, make sure you check Jeffrey out. Strange True Tours. He and his wife, Jane, are doing an amazing job there. So make sure you go check those guys out. Take a tour with them. Support Strange True Tours when you're in New Orleans to learn about as much as you can learn and about as much as you can find out about the tours. As you see, Jeffrey does a lot of reading. He has a lot of uh, different connections to different authors who have came in town to to find out more about the mansion. When they come in town, they usually seek Jeffrey. They'll usually seek out his wife. They'll usually seek out Strange True Tours to find out more information. Um, also, uh, just the other day, uh, I believe it was Monday, Miss um, Long was in town to tell stories there in New Orleans um, about the Lawlery Mansion. Um, what I'm going to do, guys, for you guys in the podcast, I'm going to leave uh, links to Jeffrey's website, Strange True Tours. I'm going to leave a link to Madam, uh, to Mrs. Long's books. If you guys want to check those out, I'll also leave the link in the description uh, box of this um, video as well. So that'll be the, the link to, to get to Jeffrey to learn more about Strange True Tours. It'll be the link to Carolyn Long's, both, both her books. So you guys could check those out as well. And I'll also leave a link to, um, to um, a video I found um, interested about the Lawlery Mansion as well. But remember, most of what you hear, like Jeffrey said, most of what you hear, you know, it's it's going to be based off your perception of what you're hearing and your understanding of ghosts and your understanding of, of the boogeyman and your understanding of many different things you may be afraid of or may frighten you or any creaks in the dark that you may think is actually something more than just you know, wind blowing outside. Like, guys, I'm going to tell you something uh, real quick before I end this podcast, guys, right? I do my podcast in my garage. You guys may not know that. Uh, you know, now, from if you're checking out uh, my podcast I just did um, recently, I'll, I'll let that be known. So my garage is my new place 
to do my podcast because I got I like the way the sound quality is in here and I like the way about my voices is in here. So I choose this place. So I'm hitting in here this morning preparing a podcast, guys. Now this is this is not me, I guys. When it comes to paranormal things and paranormal activity, I have to be really like the person to be there, what's going on, what's taking place, and what's happening. So I'm in him in my garage. I'm getting prepared. I'm getting ready. And I hear a TV. Guys, I, I, I hear a TV on. I, I'm looking around and I'm like, is that a TV? You know, is, is, is my son up watching TV? So that's what I'm asking myself. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, and I'm trying to figure out and to do the distinction of to distinct where it's coming from, um, if I'm saying that word correctly. Um, so I have I have neighbors who are close, but not that close. And their son will usually be outside in his car, chilling, listening to music. But this is a TV, guys. I, I'm I'm hearing a TV program going on. In order for me to hear his car, he would have to be having that music pretty loud. Now, guys, this is 7:30 in the morning. I don't think he would have his car radio up that loud, 7:30 in the morning. You understand? And the TV for me, in order to hear their TV over here, would be impossible. But the sound is coming from the corner of my attic, and that's where I hear the TV on that. Now, I don't like I like I'm saying, and this is not me making this up, guys. I, I wanted to record it when I came back in here. The sound was gone. Okay, I'm giving I'm getting chills right now telling you guys this as I look over there in the corner as where I saw this coming from, guys. I'm telling the truth. I've been in this garage, I've been living in this house for 10 years. This year, 10 made 10 years. Coming in this garage, I've never heard a TV coming from upstairs in the in the attic. I've never heard it. So I what I did was I knocked on my uh my door that leads to the attic. I knocked on it to see, you know, if I'm going to get a knock back or is somebody going to knock back, nothing happened. So it's a, it's a story, it's a movie I watched a long time ago where uh, you would have people who would sneak into the house. It's a, I forgot, you guys will probably know what movie I'm talking about, where um, the whole time these people think that they're being haunted. The house is haunted. The whole time they think that um, someone, you know, there's some really strange activity going on in the house. You know, the whole time. But come to find out, they there were this guy and this female who would go around to people's houses and they would stay in the attics. And what they would do while these people would sleep, they would come out at night and go into the people's house and eat their food. They'll cook. The people would come in, like I said, dishes would be left where they weren't and, you know, things would be on where there wasn't things before. There'd be a lot of strange activity going on and the people didn't know what was happening. But come to find out, they had two homeless people living in the attic. So I'm thinking, is this some homeless person up in my attic? Even while I'm talking now, you know, if you hear me up there, you know, <laughs> let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm bugging out. I heard a TV. Guys, I don't, I've never heard that before. I've came in this, I've came in this garage to do podcasts early uh, these last, these last, the last month. I've never heard the TV once again. It's Halloween Eve, guys. It's the Devil's Night, as you see my boy behind me there. Uh, and that's guys. I also want a quick plug with that. Uh, 
the gargoyle you see behind you. I actually did that. I got a picture, shout out to the person on Pixie Bay, I got the picture from, but I did the eyes. And you see the guys are glowing. I made him a little bit darker. What I'm gonna do next year, I'm gonna create a story called The, the House on Hartsville Road. The House on Hartsville Road, as you see, Evolution of a Killer, once again, you see my shirt. That's my podcast. I'll put a link to that podcast as well in the description box um, as, I, as I continue to go on. Once again, thank, thank you, Jeffrey, for uh, coming on as I, as I uh, continue to do my thing. I believe, I believe, yeah, I believe Jeffrey is going now. I want to thank him once again for taking the time to come on the podcast for taking the time to, you know, uh, share once again, his experiences and his stories with us this morning, guys, it's truly an honor to have you. Um, I want to thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule to give me everything you gave me this morning. I'm honored and truly, I appreciate, uh, what you give or gave us this morning on the podcast guys. Once again, make sure you go check Jeffrey out strange true tours.com. Um, but as I was telling you guys, um, <clears throat> next year, Halloween, well, by October 1st, I'm going to release The House on Hartsville Road. As I, the um, Evolution of a Killer is actually a story that I'm working on that'll be out in 2023 to let you guys know. Um, and I'm working on The House on Hartsville Road came to me early this year, but I couldn't finish it up. I'm actually doing a virtual uh, a virtual world and everything uh, you guys can check that out on the evolution of a killer youtube page i have actually have a youtube page as well and this guy you see behind me is actually my um you guys know about creepy pastas that's my creepy pasta you see behind me <laughs> um his name is Adam. that's his that's his name Adam. so you probably heard about i don't i forgot how you you pronounce it in the bible but this is Adam. that's who that is behind me you know, so if you, when you guys uh, hear a little bit more about it, or uh, you want to check it out, you know, I'll be doing, I won't be doing that much about the story this year, but I'll pick up a little bit next year, later on next year. So if you guys see things circulating on the internet about adding, you already heard it first. You heard it here with me and you already know who he is because he's right behind me. So anytime you check out this video and you want to know, oh, what, the, what the hell is that behind him? That's Adam. That's who it is. So, you know, <laughs> Adam say hello to the people. <laughs> uh, guys, once again, thank you for checking out the Relationship Stuff One-on-One podcast here on Halloween Eve, Devil's Night. We used to call it Misery Night back in the day. This was one of the craziest. I get, we got you here, you guys here. You here for uh, a quick little story. Um, I got you guys. Uh, well, I got you guys here. We used to, I'm originally from Jersey City, New Jersey. We used to uh, call this night Misery Night. Now, on Misery Night, as you hear the word, Misery Night, you may hear Mischief Night, Mischief, you know, Misery. We call it the Misery Night, but you may hear Mischief Night, or people in New York or in the Northern area may call it Mischief Night. It's also known as the Devil's Night when you Google it. Um, it's just a night. This is This is actually... When you look at Halloween, Halloween is the spooky, the spooky, the candy, the tricks, the treats, the ghostly tales and different things of that nature. But this night is actually the night where the the, uh, the demons and all of the, the, the demonic things that's supposed to take place, take place on this night, which is today, 
which is, well, that's why it was called Mischief Night. So in honor of the mischief and the damnation that take place, people in different cities would do things. You, you guys probably may, may have heard of people getting their houses, toilet paper thrown in their houses. You know, I forgot what it's called. There's a terminology for it, but people will throw toilet paper in your house. Um, they'll put poop on your front porch, ring your bell, and they'll set the bag on fire. So you come out there and you step on the bag and then there's poop there. Throw egg, egg your house, which we've done a lot of times. Egg you. We used to hit people with socks with powder in it, throw brains, throw tomatoes, throw many different things. Uh, uh, my aunt was egged up one night and hit with socks. Well, we did. It was many different things that happened on this night. They didn't really happen on Halloween because Halloween was left for trick or treating. So, whatever you guys do in your city, I'm going to leave uh, as a section in this podcast where you can answer a question. And I'm going to ask you guys here on the, on the YouTube channel. If you're new to the channel, uh, I should have said this in the beginning. Make sure you hit that subscribe. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit that notification bell so you're aware when I do new videos as well, guys. And if you like this video and like videos like this, let me know in the comment section. Also in the comment section, let me know what you do in your city on Mischief Night. What do y'all do on Mischief Night to celebrate this, this uh, Halloween Eve? And guys, I'll leave that same question on the podcast. What do you do on Mischief Night to celebrate uh, the Devil's Night? And guys, I'm going to leave, leave you with this one. With my understanding compared with your understanding, we created a greater understanding. Thank you for listening to Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Saturday, October 30th, 2021. I've been your host, Shahir Henderson. And go, uh, guys, happy Halloween. You guys, make sure you, if you're going to go trick-or-treating tomorrow, make sure you're still safe. Make sure you wear your face mask and do the things that you have to do. If you're vaccinated, you know, you still want to, you know, be safe out there and be, uh, watch out for the, watch out for the craziness, guys. Because like, as I mentioned, if people still are out there throwing eggs, they're still out there doing the mis the mischief, the mis the things of mischief, you know, for this Halloween season. So make sure y'all are safe. Be sure y'all have a good one. Happy Halloween again. Thank you, Jeffrey Holmes, for, uh, uh, coming to the podcast and blessing us with your appearance and i will see you guys in the next one and talk to you guys in the next one as well peace